We can close the door. Just... Thank you, sir. Thank you. No more trips to the salad bar for you. You're cut off. You are relegated to TV land. You can go do shit with HBO and Showtime and... But this kind of getting big name comic book stuff... Mm, no! You be the pilot. I'm your wingman. Eugene! Hey, Eugene, I watched the movie. Movie freaks. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna dip my toes in this. I ain't gonna watch that shit. One, please. Movie freaks. Tiny, tiny, see me feel little ponytails. And I can't take them seriously, because that's Satan. That is Satan. Movie freaks. How is that? The friend of my enemy is my friend enemy, or the enemy of my... Baby, can you dig your man? I went from not watching it to watching it at home to, yeah, I'm going to watch it opening weekend. We're getting close to a whitey tidy situation. Come on in, have some pie. Murder me. How many airplane bottles of booze will you be taking in with you? Why not? It's good money well spent. mic set up and new mic is set up and i tested it i mean i took the steps i recorded myself played it back i'm like sounds good now it's it just so be prepared it's not blue snowball good but it, it's good it works well you know what quality i need it to be yeah so automatic level control i think i'm gonna do that so i mean yeah just just make sure that you know Check. Testing, 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 testing. Got good lines? Yeah, I got good lines. And I, like I said, I when I got it, I tested it, and it's sounded good. I just hope that you don't, I know, I don't get it back to you. Then it's, it's just like all blown out. And Well, you should be able to tell if your lines are peaking. Yeah, and I, they're, they look good to me. Okay. I mean, my lines, my lines are extremely sexy. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. You got some nice, thin, long lines, and I got I got nice, thick, meaty lines. That's, oh, That's the yeah. way I like, yep. I like my lines. Yep. <laughs> Live from Sarasota, Florida, it's the Movie Freaks. Today's episode is brought to you by Inver House. Oh, Eugene's back. He's back, baby. And you know what's even and better? Coffee. You know what the best thing is? Your internet connection is ten times better than your fucking office. <laughs> yeah, and this is this is like the cheap whatever the bottom of the rung is, and it's yeah, it, no issues at all. <laughs> I even got you full screen. Yeah, it's it's uh-huh. too big. It's like I'm overwhelming. Like ah, oh, it's, back up. Yep, it's three D. You, like, you like you like this very nice sailboat picture behind me, and yeah, not bad, not bad. <laughs> uh, I'm in my bedroom on, on a lawn chair, and the whole setup is on. On the bed, the two laptop setup. Yep, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. I mean, and, and like my, the mic is propped up on a Dean Koontz book that I bought, and it, yeah, it's, it's something. It's something. Awesome. How's uh, Florida? Oh, it's great uh, today, especially today. It's a little bit overcast, so um, it's nice to swim, and uh, it's nice. Just hot as balls. Uh, it had been, but today is perfect. Like, today is perfect. It's not too hot, but it's, oh, it's Satan's scrotum down here. (laughs) 
<laughs> that time of year. Uh-huh. Yep. But, um, oh, yeah, just hanging out with my buddy Gary and, yeah, but passing out at 10 o'clock. It's perfect. It's just, like, back at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was texting you. Was that last night we were talking about Rick and Morty? And I was like, you said, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to start this submarine Hunter, movie. And I was like, Hunter oh, killer. good night. Good night. I mean. Oh, literally. I mean, literally, my wife was watching it and, like, I missed, like, almost 45 minutes of it. And I woke up and she was like, let's just go to bed. And she was like, that's a good movie. I'm like, what? What's going on? <laughs> And then she tried to explain, well, it's the defector guy, there's a defector, and I'm like, oh, I'm too drunk for, no, let's be done, let's be done, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch that, and most of the plot is up front, so you gotta pay attention to the first half, um, yeah, before it gets on to the really good stuff, I guess. Yeah. I just reminded me that I did not write that down, that I watched that. Where, when did I watch that? Hmm. Let's say here. <laughs> Hunter Killer, because I want to talk about that today. So we'll put that there. That there. That I mean I got the kids upstairs, but I still gotta deal with the dogs. Cause they they just can't he just can't shut the fuck up. Bark ba bark 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 <laughs> Come here, Scotch. I'll let him in here, then he'll shut up. Oh, see, like, he'll be out, he'll be out in the foyer or something, and then Demi, the big hoss, will come walking out there, and then he's like, oh, I'm intimidated, and now I'm trapped, because it's only one-way street here, and then he's like, bark, bark, and she's like, oh, you want to play, so I'm playing with you, and he's like, oh, God, giant, giant dog, you know, he's little. Yeah. (laughs) Bark, 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 bark. Come, just come in here and lay down, you dumbass. And that's what he's doing now? Yeah. Yep. (sighs) <sighs> Yay! Me and my I'm, I'm, one, two, three, four, five, six kids. I got six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you literally. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Like I'm, I'm looking at my lines here, and they're good. But when I'm not talking, there's still movement, and I, I, I think we're fine. Though. I think that it's the ceiling fan is making this low, like just very low humming noise, and I'm guessing I, that's what it is. Okay, I can. Yeah, I can probably take that out, but. Is it making noise when I'm talking? That's the important part. Like right now, are you getting yeah. waves? I am, yeah, I am, but they're the exact same as when you were not talking okay. and gone. So that's, I'm pretty sure it's the ceiling fan. It's right above me. Yeah, that's it. I know because I've got the air conditioning vent right below my desk, and I have it's, to put a pillow over it and sit here and be hot for the whole show. <laughs> do you do you still have little? Well, it's little, instead of a thin line, it's just kind of a fat line, a, like a little bit of a chunky line, because it's a consistent, the fan never shuts off. We have it set so the yeah. fan never shuts off. Uh, but I go through and take that noise out later in post. It's not okay. too bad. But if I take the pillow off, it'd be a lot louder. Okay. Ooh, that behind the scenes of the Movie Freaks podcast. Yeah, yeah, isn't it interesting? Yeah, just so you know the amount of work I put into this. Every time anybody's bitching about it, oh, it didn't come out till Sunday or a day late. Well, you can come edit the damn thing then if you want, because yeah. there's three or four hours a week that I spend on this show, sir. Yep. That's movie time that I'm not watching movies. I'm editing this show. Yep. But it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how this new little guy, how he does. He was, I mean, it's not expensive, but it's like, it's it's got to be better than my internal mic, and I'm like, I'm not going to pack my blue snowball to come down here. Nope. Oh, that that's fine. And this one that I have, I mean, it was twenty one dollars and thirty shipped, I think, 
And oh, perfect. It's awesome. It's been fantastic. I spent like uh, 12 bucks to get this cool arm so I can move it around wherever I want. Yep. I love that. Yeah, and even like yeah, mine, I mean, it comes with a little stand and it was yeah, 20, yeah, probably about the same as your, same cost as yours. So far, so good. We'll see. Heck, I might even like it enough that I use it at home some because it's, it's pretty compact so I can, I can travel with it. As I take your entire track and editing and run it through a Transformers filter. Just oh, to... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like Optimus Prime. <laughs> I would be okay with that. Uh, oh, but uh, things good up up north? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Just super busy this week. And guess what I'm doing Friday? Taking the day off work to renovate my kitchen. Oh. Fri- oh. Friday and Saturday. That's what I'm doing. Woohoo! I was just going to say, let the good times roll, mm. huh? Yeah, be surprised if the episode is up on Saturday this week, just just so you know. Ugh. Sorry, this week is, is a, it's a hell week, but once that is done, that is a big check mark off our to-do list at the house, so. <sighs> What's the next project after that? Uh, painting the siding, we gotta redo all the gutters, and finish the roof. I mean, pretty soon you're going to have, like, a brand new Millennium Falcon for a house. Dude, this thing is the Millennium Falcon. It's a piece of shit held together with duct tape and spit. And it's <laughs> we want you, if we want to be out of here in the next five years, which we do, we didn't want the... We got kind of trapped into this house from my wife's previous relationship. The way to get out of it is to fix it up. Because if you try and sell it like this, it's just not going to... Uh. It's just not going to work. Uh, so... We're, you know, we're, we're cleaning up and fixing up the things that we have to so that in the time allotted, our plan is to stay here while the kids are still in uh, grade school because I don't want to give my address out, but we live within walking distance of the oh, school. And yeah. it's, it's, it's so convenient, dude. It's so convenient. Anytime there's parent teacher conferences or there's some event at the school, it takes us three minutes to get there. You know, what time do we have to leave for the kids to get to school on time? Three minutes before school starts. They're, we're there. It's. That's, that is a huge plus. It's a huge plus. So we're at least going to be here until the kids are done with grade school, and then we want to get the fuck out of town. So, I mean, desperately want to get the fuck out of town. Hey, I want to get the fuck out of town, too, and I just moved. Yep. Good luck with that. Oh. Oh, Think think about, like, uh, how uh, claustrophobic you feel with your layout. Now, imagine if instead of living on the cul-de-sac, your entire house was the middle of the cul-de-sac, because that's what my house is. I'm surrounded on all... My property, four, all four sides have streets. Ooh. Houses around all four sides. It, yeah. You literally... I'm serious. If your house was in the middle of the cul-de-sac, the cul-de-sac went around your house, that's my house. Oh, but you seem to get along pretty good. With half the neighbors, Yes. Okay. But there, there's still, there has been some divisions this summer. And I told them, because we've had some people move in, some people move out, and some neighbors were excited about some, and some were excited about others, and I was like, eh, let's hold our breath on that one. And it's been okay, but eh, it doesn't matter. I'm still yeah. too close to everybody, and you still got your kids riding around my house 24 hours a day on your scooters. So the only noise you hear is eight hours a day because your house is is surrounded by streets and they want to make the loop around your house. My yard is a playground. Oh, that would suck. Oh, yep. So it gets a little tiring sometimes when it's, you know, nap time and all you hear is 
and kids and yelling and screaming, you know, because oh, that's what they do. That's what kids that age do. They just yell and scream all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I've, yep. yep. I'm lo- already looking for an exit strategy with where we live now. I want to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Salud from Florida. Y- yep. <laughs> I, I mean, this is, ah, oh, it's like fresh seafood. Yay. Anyway, oh, I thought I was waiting for more. That, like that's no, the beginning that was, and ending of Florida is fresh seafood. Very anticlimactic. Oh, the food is just oh so damn good. And my birthday's coming up, so Joni was like, so Joni was like, let's go. Like, we got a babysitter actually. One of our old friends wanted to watch our kids for my birthday. So Joni was like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, well, let's obviously let's go out to eat and watch a movie. And what what do you want to watch? Well, what I what I really want to watch is scary stories to tell at night, whatever. I'm like, well, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. So I, I guess Hobbs and Shaw, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, that looks great. Yeah. I'm, but it's like, Oh, a new horror movie. <laughs> uh, but Hobbs and Shaw is going to be awesome. Like that'll be great. So oh, we'll get into sushi. some, we'll get into some fast and furiousness a little later. Cause you know, Oh, it's not an episode show of this show without some Top yeah. Gun or some F and F. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. And actually, she suggested, like, what about Lion King? And which I'm like, eh. no, thank I'm you. Like, yeah. yeah. And then I looked at, to see what the, it was on at the shithole dollar theater here. And it is a shithole dollar theater. I'm like, oh, Godzilla's on there. I didn't see that. But, uh, even though I get to pick the movie, she has zero interest in that. So Hobbs and Shaw it is. All right. Beefcake time for both of you. Yeah, it is. It actually, it's, Already, I can tell I've been drinking. Already! I love it. It's about time. Uh, Welcome back to the show, the real Eugene. The real you. (laughs) Oh, the one that's five minutes from just neck-tilted sideways, drinking lap, just slobbering complete mess. It's been a while since you spilled a drink on your table. You could do that. (laughs) That's happened before. Oh, that that happened like, like right when one of our episodes begun. Yeah, it was great. Or or oh. began. Whatever English language you want to use. Fine. Oh, it's yeah. out the window now because Eugene's back, baby. Okay, it's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. Uh, are you ready for the roulette? Cinema, yep, to find those I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. And now every time you say that, it's like, done. And now it's time to spill the... Jams in the rough. And on this episode of The Roulette, it is Nova, Black Hole Apocalypse, up against Girls with Balls, and I'm up first. Nova, Black Hole Apocalypse, this review will not take long. (sighs) If you are somebody that is not, or has not, uh, to date, been really previously disposed into being interested in science and watching science-y documentary things like this, then I recommend that you check this out. If you're someone like me who watches lots of science documentaries and knows a fair amount about black holes uh, as far as layman terms documentary black hole stuff goes, this is not for you, because I didn't learn jack shit of it. Maybe two things in two hours. But for the most part, it was like, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Yep, I knew that. Nothing new to see here. Moving on. It's fine. It's it's totally fine. I just, I've watched documentaries about black holes. I've listened to podcasts about black holes. I listen to science podcasts. I get it. Um, 
not much else to say. Thumbs up, I guess, but uh, eh, I was pretty bored, and this is pretty well relegated to the background pretty quick. Just, again, not necessarily a fault of that, just because I already knew the stuff in here. Uh, it would be like, I don't know, watching a two-hour documentary on World War II and then immediately starting it over again and expecting something different. I, I already know this stuff. You know, it. so you're not going to be entertained that second time or interested. Uh, but if you don't know much about black holes, uh, then check it out. That's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's t- two hours, though. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's long. Yeah. And lots of, you know, CGI. Mm. This Ooh. is what we think they look like. And this is what it might look like if a star got swallowed in by... And it's like, well, you don't know that. And, well, you get turned into a noodle if you go into it. And, yeah, you don't really know that either. Probably, you're probably right, but you don't really know that. And then, you know, here's a stick mm-hmm. figure, and then he turns into a noodle, and we got to look at that for three minutes. It's like, eh. <laughs> Just, this sounds like an hour-long documentary that, that was stretched out to... Uh, on IMDb, it says it's a two-part documentary. So... Not on Netflix, it wasn't. It was a one-part. <sighs> okay, over to you for a real movie. Girls with Balls. Girls with balls! All girls, volleyball team, the Falcons, end up stranded in the middle of nowhere after their minivan breaks down. Little do they know, they landed in degenerate hunter's territory and the hunt is on. Thus begins a very long night where they must run for their lives and test the team spirit. Blah, 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 blah whatever. Uh, it's, yeah, this was, this was, I don't want to say it was a blast because I watched oh, oh. the dubbed ver- I was waiting well, to I see. Was... You, you're kind of doing your, your jazz hands, well, like, uh, yeah. is this a zero or this is a ten? Oh, no, 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 this... My mistake was that I watched the dubbed version. I should have watched the subtitled version because I didn't much like the dubbing. This is a fun movie. Uh, I mean, hour and 17 minutes, it flies by. It's really gory. I, I'm assuming it was well acted, but the, the dubbing just took me out of it. Ever Like, ah, uh, the dubbing's not... I know what you're talking a, about. Um, but this was a good movie. I thoroughly enjoyed this. It had a smile on my face most of the way through. It's cheesy, some of the jokes don't work at all, but who gives a shit? It's gory, really gory. Um, the girls are good looking. I, it's exactly what the trailer makes it out to be. I mean, it's that. It's just some bitchy girls and a volleyball team that end up in the ass end of the woods, and there's weirdo inbred crazies out there trying to kill them. At the end, they try to escape. And there's a lot of head blowing, heads blowing off, and... Pissing and... Oh, it's my type of movie. It's <laughs> right up there for me. That was fun. but And I'll watch it again, but definitely the next time I watch it, it will be the original language version. And there's times where dubbing doesn't bother me. In fact, there's times where dubbing... I actually like the dubbing on movies, but this was not one of them. I just... Maybe it was fine. Like, you might be okay with it, but I just... It felt like this... The acting is probably better than what I'm hearing, and it just makes it feel like bad acting and it it wasn't their fault you know i totally understand what you're talking about especially in movies that are uh, scandinavian or swedish or some of those languages yes. that have a real serious uh dialect inflection i don't know what you, the proper term would be uh, and then it's english and it's some guy who sounds i'm john miller how are you today and it just and that's does not, what it was yeah doesn't work what they was also the, uh, american what was, it the, was it's from france and belgium was where it was made so it's french Okay. But, and it just, it felt like French people that were sounding like Americans. Yeah. Eh. But having said that, anybody out there that is interested in a, you know, fast-paced, gory comedy, 
watch it, but I would suggest watch the subtitled version. Very good. It kind of reminded me a little bit of The Babysitter, but not quite as good as that. The Babysitter was really good, uh, but it had that kind of a mean-spirited comedy going on, and then, like I said, there were some really gory parts. In fact, I don't recall too much CGI gore, and I, I believe that the director here, this is his first movie, but he's worked on... Uh, he's, oh, he's a makeup effects guy. That's why. As above, so below. Oh, um, great movie. Yeah, Raw. Um, you liked that, that movie a, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I did. So that's where he, he's a, he's a special effects guy. And you can tell this was all about setting up gore shots and nah, I bring it on. I like that. Especially if the, the frame of the story is good enough to keep me interested. Did you revisit As Above, So Below after I reviewed it? I have that on Blu-ray, but I have not had a chance to revisit that, but I'd like to. That's an assignment for October, if you don't get there mm. before then. Okay. That yeah, you movie, watched it last October. That movie scared the shit out of me. I, I thought it was so well done. Yeah, uh, I gotta watch that again. Or actually, I gotta watch that for... Did I watch that before? Yeah, I you, have it on Blu-ray. you said you did. You yeah, said you did. I, I, I feel like you said that it, it was good, it was okay, I just... You weren't blown away by it. And I'm not saying I was blown away by it. But it had a supreme creep factor, and the ending, it, like, paid off for me. You know, some, yeah. sometimes they go for a downer ending, and that works. Sometimes they don't go for a downer ending, and you need that. And the ending they chose for this one worked for me. Okay. Uh, okay, next round. First up, coming your way. These were hard-researched films, sir. I tried to get real Eugene-specific. Some of these have longer run times, but I feel like it merited it because it was so much in Eugene's wheelhouse. Uh, first up is Torment, otherwise known as La Enfer. Uh, this is a French film. 103 minutes. This is on Canopy. Uh, Paul has just bought a charming waterfront hotel in the heart of France. In debt for the next 10 years, he sets to work with his beautiful new wife, Nellie. The life of the young couple resembles a dream come true until Paul's suspicions and jealousy get the best of him. His increasing obsession turns into madness that ends in a tragedy. Uh, if you go to Canopy and type in Torment, you, eh, you'll see I put that on there for you. So what's the cover? Okay, is the cover like this Mickey Mouse? Not Mickey Mouse, but just like this crazy looking... Uh... No, it's a woman in a negligee on a bed. Oh, shit. Go to Canopy and look it up. Okay. Who's the, who's the director? I don't know. Sorry, I'm okay. looking at my notes. I don't have the canopy. But if you go to canopy okay. and put in Torment. Okay, gotcha. Uh, next up, also on canopy. Now, hang with me here. 131 minutes, I know, but hang with me. 1980, Death Watch. In the future, a man has a camera implanted in his brain. The mechanism, which is endowed with special X-ray properties, is activated by the user's eyes. The man is assigned by a ruthless television producer to secretly probe the subconscious of a dying woman. The producer is only interested in the grim spect spectacle of what goes on inside the brain of someone who knows she's doomed. The man, on the other hand, becomes increasingly compassionate and disgusted by, the, uh, by his assignment uh, as he stares into her tortured psyche. 1980, starring Harry Dean Stanton, Harvey Keitel, Max Van Sydow, and Robbie Coltrane. I, that's in our wheelhouse. I think that's fair. And this one is a safe bet because I've already watched it and reviewed it, and I would like your opinion on it. This just hit Netflix. Last Nights, 114 minutes, a nobleman who values his people's well-being over his emperor's edicts is killed. His Knights Vow Revenge, starring Clive Owen and Morgan Freeman. And I watched this movie, I think I might even own it on Vudu, and I was quite surprised by it. I had no expectations going in. I didn't think it was like a masterpiece or anything, but I really enjoyed the twists and turns along the way. And there were, they, it, like, at each kind of act turn, 
there was a kind of a twist and the story went a different direction that I kind of didn't expect. And I really appreciated that overall. I quite enjoyed the film, uh, especially up to the ending. So I would like your opinion on that one sometime. It says 114 minutes. Boy, it didn't feel like over 90 to me. Just felt real nice and breezy. You might even be able to watch that one with the wife too. Upper end. Okay. Upper end PG 13, but I think mostly safe. I could, I don't, I don't think I remember too much craziness in there. Anyway. Okay. Uh, there you go. Okay. And for you, first up is Red Sea. This is a new, I believe it's a Netflix original movie from 2019, uh, starring, hold on here, Chris Evans. Captain America. Captain America and um, a whole bunch of other people, of course. Uh, Israel's Mossad agents attempt to rescue Ethiopian Jewish refugees in, uh, in the Sudan in 1977. This is based on a true story, I, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, Chris Evans obviously elevates that. Uh, so we'll see. It's two hours and nine minutes. Um, next up is The Sun, 2019. Uh, a 50-year-old painter named Lorenzo de- decides to rebuild his life after hard times. Eugene's <laughs> laughing because he's reading it for the first time. Go anxious on. To, oh, no, no. Anxious, uh, anxious about the son he will have with his new wife during pregnancy. She begins to have – now, hear, hear me out here. She begins to have a certain obsessive and malicious behavior, which makes the relationship between them most tense. With the birth of the baby, the relationship reaches new levels of dangerous hostility and certain unhealthy behaviors that make the couple an extremely unstable for an extremely unstable situation from which there could be no return. And this is a thriller, only an hour and 32 minutes, TVMA. That's your safest pick. And last but, uh, last but not least is Prospect. <laughs> prospect from 2018 uh a teenage girl and her father travel to a remote alien moon amid uh aim, amid uh, house aiming to strike it rich they've secured a contract to harvest a large deposit of the elusive elusive gems hidden in the depths of the moon's toxic forest also known as unobtainium but there are other roving others ro- uh, whatever it's a science fiction thing. it looks cool uh, yeah and I, I think that was actually a web series, somebody self-produced a web series, I believe, like short 15-minute or 10-minute episodes, and then they plopped them all together into a movie. But awesome. I, could, I could be wrong on that, but I, I think I've seen a couple of those shorts, and I will take Prospect. Uh, Red Sea looks like it's probably a very well-made film, a real good movie, and probably depressing as hell. The Sun? No. No, that is all you, but don't worry, I'll throw it your way next week if you want uh, you can you can hear the couple fighting and the newborn crying and that's yeah if you want that you go well see I want you to watch it so that then you can let me know like hey it's worth watching that's why we do the roulette like it's it's worth watching and <laughs> it was it was it was time well invested you should watch it or Eugene you should probably stay away from this thing that's why we do the roulette so that's why you you be you be the pilot I'm your wingman. Here we go with the top gun. I mean, that now we. No, you want me to be the guinea pig while you stick my ass full of, of chemicals or some shit. <laughs> that too. And then if you survive and you, you know. I come out then and I'll... I'm mutated and I'm like, Eugene! Yeah. Eugene, I watched the movie. <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to dip my toes in this. No. <laughs> you have lymphoma. <laughs> uh-huh, yes. 
Well, we'll just we'll we'll see what happens with that one. Which will depends on who who takes that movie down in, down the future uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. So and yep. for you, sir. Oh, uh, for me, let's go with the Clive Owen thing. Cool. Just because I'm in Florida and it's 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 difficult to watch movies by myself, so I'm like, you know what? That's probably one that I can watch with. I, th- with I think so. Other. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember anything too crazy in there. Okay. But I still remember quite enjoying the movie. But I do recall too. See, I wish I could. I should have gone back and listened to my review for it, or maybe you should do that. Go back and listen to my review because I reviewed it on the show. Uh, I think I said that you gotta hang with it because I think there's like a depressing stretch. But then the amount of good, or the amount of better that it gets, is worth that depressing stretch. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. want to spoil anything, but like it, it, it gets so like you're like yes uh, that it makes up for that 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 little stretch there. So and so, I see I, I see here the budget was forty million dollars. That's that's good. That's a that's a big budget. There's a fair chance I might try and rewatch that before you know next week if, since you took it as well, just so I can have a fresh opinion on it. Because I yeah. I don't know every time I pass it in my voodoo, I'm like oh, I liked that movie. I probably would have taken the Harvey Keitel movie, uh, but because again we're going to be together every evening for the next week, and I'm like you know what. That's one that sounds like she would probably like. So we're going to go with that one. And and frickin', oh, was it Hoopla or Canopy? One of them, I was, I was really digging through both of them because I haven't in a while. And one of them, I think it was Hoopla, added a bunch of old Disney movies. And one of those was Swiss Family Robinson. And I really, Ooh. really, really meant to throw you that one this week. But like, oh, last night's popped up on, on Netflix, and I was like, well, I don't know how... You're in Florida, I don't know how the Hoopla Canopy stuff works there. I don't know if that's an issue because you're on your computer yeah. or whatever so i was like i'll just go with the netflixy thing uh and this week and but expect swiss family robinson is coming your way and you have to watch that with Joni and on the big screen oh, yeah. that is one of my all-time favorite disney movies that movie yeah. is so awesome and i i'm gonna probably watch it at some time with my family too because i only have it on vhs and they refuse i don't blame them because yeah. it looks like you know vhs yeah. but uh I, i'm curious how that transfer is i i i, I would guess it's at least dvd quality I am surprised that it's on, it's it's on Canopy. Like I, I'm, especially with Disney Plus coming out, I just figured that Disney would be starting to be consolidating all of their but stuff. The, but, into... but Hoopla is part of the library system. Oh, that's right. It's the library. That's, okay. So yeah. there, and and it, it was very kind of random Disney movies I was coming across, but it was ones that I like, like that, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I think Pete's Dragon was in there. Nice. The, the handful of Disney VHSs that I, uh, those are the ones I want on VHS that I have, uh, that I seek out to collect. Those are the weird ones that pop, seem to have popped up. Okay. And I think I watched Swiss Family Robinson in the last couple of years and was still just as struck with childhood wonder as I was when I watched that movie as a kid. Like, I loved it. And it, part of it too is when I went to Disney last, I was, what, 15 or 14 or some shit. And the one jungle ride was very much kind of themed with that yet, mm-hmm. with Swiss Family Robinson yet. And I don't know. I I just watched that movie so many times, I loved it. I still love it. It's a great movie. And so that that will be coming your way soon, too. Cool. I wonder if they're ever going, going to uh, remake that one. That seems like one that they could probably remake with a nice-sized budget. And uh, There's a... <laughs> How do I put this? I think it was made in 1960, or released in 1960. For 1960, there's a remarkable amount of violence in that film. Oh, really? I, I, as far as... 
there's a lot of, you got to suspend disbelief too, because, oh, the pirates come and attack, and at one point they, like, chop down, they had stacked up a bunch of tree logs, and then they chop one thing out, like in uh, Return of the Jedi, when they knock over the walker, all the logs fall down. Yes. Uh, like a whole yeah. pile, like, how did that family get all those logs up there? Like, no way. No, there's no way. It would take them months to get all those logs stacked up there. Uh, they also trap a tiger in a pit, and then they tra- dump pirates down in there. And just things like, that's that's kind of fucked up <laughs> for such a yeah. family-themed movie. And they had real tigers and real people running away from real tigers. And it's, like, legit freaks me out. Uh, damn good movie. Cool. Oh, yeah, I fucking I, love that movie. Have you watched, uh, or when was the last time you watched uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Because I remember that was one, that and, uh, and, uh, Treasure Island. Those were big movies for me back when I was a kid. I loved those movies. Me too. I agree. Uh, 20,000 Leagues, I had a lot of love for. And then I bought it on DVD and was bored out of my fucking mind. I mean, because nothing happens in that movie until they do like some underwater stuff with Nemo. Those bits are cool. And then, you know, they fight the octopus and that's okay, but it's so dated and... Not so dated. It's so old that they still could, had not taken out the strings that hold the puppet up. Uh yeah. Very well, and I, I, I was just and it, way too long. What is the runtime on that? Oh, we're into uh, we're we're moving right into Rabbit Trail yeah. now. So, uh, next week on the roulette, it will be Prospect up against Last Night's. Okay, we're Rabbit Trailing for the second segment, and right now we're talking about old school Disney. Treasure Island, I think, still holds up. Uh, that actually, I think that was the same kid that was in Swiss Family Robinson. I think okay. I think that's still okay, but I haven't watched that one as recently as Twenty Thousand Leagues. Uh, you have the time? I do. Two hours and seven minutes for Twenty Thousand Leagues, and it was made nineteen fifty-five. That's an older movie. It felt like three hours. Lots of talking. Lots of talking in that movie. The director of 20,000 Leagues also made Red, Son- Red Sonia and uh, Soylent Green. Um, yeah, I, It's anyway. been long enough that maybe I should give it another rewatch. Yeah, it's, I haven't seen that thing since the days of VHS. And even then, I mean, who knows? I, I don't remember the last time I watched it, but Kirk Douglas, James Mason. See, and I love the Nemo stuff. So if I came across it on VHS, I might pick it up. I, I Maybe I still have that thing on DVD. I don't know. Maybe I, I couldn't bear to part with it. But I just remember the last time I watched it, I was like, I was so excited. And I watched it, and then, no, I was like, oh, this is, it won't end, and they're still talking. I, boy, I think that that would, be a, that would be a good one for Disney. I mean, because Disney is all about remakes right now. Why don't they remake that? Remake, well, yeah, remake the black hole, please. Re- yeah. Remake. It's still listed in my collection. I still have it. Wow. On on DVD? Yeah. Oh, they if if DVD didn't do this thing any favors in the upgrade then the Blu-ray is not going to do it any favors unless yeah. they're completely remastering and doing new special effects where they like take out the strings and stuff. Well, even like in Black Hole, you can still see those strings in the beginning on the ship. Yeah. That is that movie by the way, The Black Hole is finally getting a Blu-ray release, but it's through the Disney Points the club thing. So that the only way to get it is through the Disney points deal, whatever. <laughs> so cheers to that. Um, 
I do have friends that give me those Disney points, though, as much as they give me voodoo codes. And I do get free stuff yeah. from them every now and then. I'm, I, I God actually, only knows yeah. how many you have to save up to get a Blu-ray. Yeah, I've got, I think, 1,600 points just from all the Blu-rays, like past Blu-rays. And so I'm like, it's – I'm sure there's going to be more than that. But I'm like, you know what? I'm probably not that far off from being able to get that. It comes out in August. And I eh, – we'll see. Oh, keep hoarding them then. You're, you you might be in the ballpark. I Whenever they give me a whole stack of them, it seems like they all come at once and I'll get like – five different cards of them and then I'll put them in and I'll, oh, well, let's go, you know, try and spend them on their site. And I usually, what did the last thing I got was a Blu-ray of Arachnophobia. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a Star Wars t-shirt. Just shit like that. Yeah, thanks. So who gives them to, who gives them to y'all? You just some John, just... John gives me a lot of them because he's huge. He's, I'm going to say that, I'm just going to flat out say it. He's more into Disney than you. Eh. <laughs> uh, do you go on the behind the scenes? Walt Disney tours? No, 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 no. Yeah, he does, and they go to Walt Disney almost every single year. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't have any kids. That Disney's yeah, his thing. Yeah, that's true. So, hey, now, more power now, to him. I'm jealous, but they do. They yeah. do, they do the behind the scenes and the castle and all that kind of that, that kind of jazz. Wow. Now, I am surprised though that someone like that would not want to use those points, like get free stuff. I I don't know. Maybe he doesn't realize what they do. He's just like, here's all my inserts. I don't care. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I'm planning on eventually getting even even like I'm set up to where, um, like if, I think that so they'll if give I you buy, a Blu-ray physical copy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, but again, I I, I don't. It's not out yet, so it might be twenty five hundred points. And you know, I I actually I signed up not that t- well maybe a half a year ago. I'm like, you know, I have all the, I've got a bunch of Disney Blu-rays. I might, I might as well see what these points are. So I started adding them up and I'm like, Whoa, this is kind of getting up there now. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Excuse me. That was, I'm going to look now and see what, what a Blu-ray is costing for Disney movie rewards points. I think that they range in price, and obviously they've got DVDs as well. Tell me to sign in, bitch. You know who I am. Don't you love that? Oh, did you have to... I don't know what my password is. No, not that. (laughs) I wonder if... I wonder if I have any points outstanding. I don't know that I do. Oh, I got 700 points. Well, shit. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see here. Uh, get rewards. Blu-rays and DVDs. Here we go. I want to say I spent, oh, I don't know, 800 on... Okay, on Arachnophobia? That's not bad. The Lion King sequel is 750 for the DVD. See, they got... It's all junk. Um, yeah. Planes, Fire and Rescue, Blu-ray, 1,000 points. Planes, Blu-ray, 2,250. Yikes. That yeah, is that's steep. up there. Uh, John Carter, DVD, 550. Uh, the, Lone Ra- the Lone Ranger, Blu-ray, 1,200 points. So it, they do go at the quality of the movie. Like, they're trying to, eh, this movie didn't do so great. You can get this one cheaper. Yeah. So I wonder where something like a classic like The Black Hole... Well, it depends, because we're on our island all alone liking that movie, whereas the rest mm-hmm. of the world is meh. So they might just put it, float it out there. And I think that the points aren't everything. I think if you have some points to redeem, you can pick up the tab on the rest of them. 
Oh, okay. So you don't have to like you don't have to have that exact amount. Don't quote me on that, but I'm okay. I think so. Star Wars Force Awakens DVD fifteen hundred points. So I would say you're looking right around two thousand. Uh, I'm not far off. I might actually snag that one. Oh shit! Ant Man Blu-ray nine fifty. I'm close to that. Let's just go see here. Let's see what happens if I try to buy it and I don't have enough. Only 250 points to go. Oh, no, they're like, ah, fuck you. Go buy something else. Oh, so they're, they aren't letting you? Yeah, it doesn't... It, I, I'm not going to click redeem because then it's going to say, hey, you've spent, you, you only need 250 more points to get Ant-Man. And then they're all gone. They're all locked into that thing. Yeah, really. Ah, whatever. They got their scams. Whatever gets them more money, you know? Yep. Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to add for that? Nope. Okay, the topic I wanted to talk about for Rabbit Trail is we're past the halfway point of the year, so I wanted to go through, queuing up Box Office Mojo right here, release schedule, and see what our most anticipated movies are for the rest of the year. And I purposefully did not make this list ahead of time, because I just wanted to kind of go through, see what's coming up, and discuss it. So, I'm looking here. Are you... You know what I'm talking about? Go to Box yes, Office Mojo. You're yep. on the schedule there. August 9th. The Kitchen. That looks good, but uh, that eh, does. wait for home. Uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Now, did that turn out to be R, or was that PG-13? That's PG-13. And hey, I'm going to be so I'm going to be supporting my fantasy uh, league pick, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. We're watching that uh, this weekend. Really? The kids and everything. <laughs> Happy birthday, Eugene! Wow. So uh, the real question there is, <laughs> how many airplane bottles of booze will you be taking in with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, find out on the next episode. <laughs> uh, okay, scrolling down, uh, 47 meters down, uncaged. I watched the trailer for that today. Did you see that? What do you think? Ugh. Yep. I watched it. I think that was a, I think we got that in front of one of the movies that I I don't know, Child's Play, maybe, I don't remember, but meh. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Angry Birds Movie 2, I'll be desperately avoiding that trailer with my children, so I don't have to go see it in the theater, but maybe. Uh, Angel Has Fallen, what do you think about that one? I think it looks good. Trailer looked good. I've liked the first two a lot. Uh, I Actually, I think the second one held up extremely well uh, compared to the I mean, even the first one, they're both great. Uh, I'm not even sure which one I like better, because the second one is so incredibly violent. Violent. They both are. I agree. I'm not blown away by this trailer or the premise for the in the trailer. I uh, don't get me wrong. I love the first two, so I'm the, I'll I'm I'm not gonna see it in the theater, but I I want to see it really bad. But uh, I was like, oh, he's the bad guy. Didn't we kind of do that before? And I, I'm a little tired of that. Oh, he was the guardian. Now he's the bad guy. Come on. Hey, clearly he's being framed. What the hell? Yeah. But if it's as good as the first two, if it's on that level, then I'm in. Uh, I, I expect you to scroll through this with me in case there's I something am, that yeah. you're interested in. Okay, uh, don't let go. I don't even know what that is. What's the, uh, ready or not? Is that uh, oh, that looks pretty good. That's the kind of the hide and go seek type horror comedy. Uh, is that the one where the guy gets married and then they hunt the wife? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looked is, okay. Yeah. Uh, they they show what. Felt like everything in the movie in the trailer. Yeah. Don't let go. I watched the trailer for that. I don't remember what it is. Oh, is that the... No, that's... Not the Jacob's Ladder remake. No. 
I'm not sure what that one is. I don't know. It Chapter 2. That would be that would make my list of most anticipated for the rest of the year. I might actually try and take the daughter to that one. Yep, me too. I'm I'm all about that one. That looks great. So thus far, the two trailers have been both equally awesome. And then here at the end of September, or middle of September, is that Star Trek Fathom event. But, oh boy, I've heard that that is, that those Fathom events are usually a rough transfer. Yeah, we'll see. If that one does get a, you know, a remaster, I will probably go see it. But if not, uh, I'll hard pass. I'm not going to. I got the Blu-ray, and the Blu-ray doesn't look that good, and why would I spend $15 on that in the theater when I got it at home? But if they've actually gone in there and cleaned it up and that it's you know top-notch, I'll have to go see that. Although, like one day earlier, I'll be with Steve and you watching Three from Hell, so you kind of just, you know... I'll just spend the night at your house, and we'll go see it the next day. Hey! Old times, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, September 13th, this is interesting. I haven't heard of any of these, but there's a movie called Depraved coming out, obviously a horror movie. There's one coming out called Freaks, sci-fi thriller, and then one called Manos, a thriller. <laughs> wow, huh, yeah. Any of those strike up your fancy? Let's see what... It... Uh, Depraved, I mean, that, that title is too good to be true, and I click on it and I see hour and 54 minute runtime, I'm like, oh, ouch. I watched this trailer for Freaks. I think Emil Hirsch and Bruce Dern kind of looked like oh. a bugs kind of situation. The guy was okay. trying to keep his kid in the house. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. While I root for Emil Hirsch. Eh. But then the weekend of the 20th, that's going to be a big weekend there. Yeah. Did you watch that new trailer for Ad Astra? Oh man, that looks so good. So yes. good. So damn good. Downtown, Downton Abbey. That's, that's one of my roulette picks or uh, one of my, uh, <laughs> Fantasy Movie League picks. <laughs> now, now, actually, speaking of which, um, you do see that it's not, at this point it's not opening wide. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, clearly. But it was... Yep. I, I, I mean, have I to take something. Im- I, I think it was 7, yeah. 8, 9. It was late in, it was late in the game. Yeah. I, what are you, you going to do? Uh, Abominable. That was another one of my picks. Uh, the Hunt actually became one of my picks. That was the untitled... I think that's one of my picks. Oh, yes. Have you seen that commercial? That, yes. That commercial. Yes. That looks good. We kind of had to really guess. Good. We We couldn't really confirm that, but I had picked, uh, what was it? Untitled Blumhouse Production yes. or something like that. Yes. And we believe that became The Hunt. And then I, and honestly, when I picked it, I this is one of my sneaky tactics, is 7, 8, 9, I try and pick something that I think is going to move. That way, when it moves out of the game range... Uh, we've, it's, we're a couple mo- a month or two into the game and a whole bunch more trailers have come out and I can pick something else that I think might be a sleeper. Yep. Well, that looks good. I, I no, I'm, I don't move, please. I, I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. That Actually, looks- Steve and I, when we watched it, we saw the trailer in front of, um, oh, I'm not, I, I think crawl and, uh, he leaned over. He's like, I think that's Eric's. I think that he, he's like, I think that's Eric's untitled Blumhouse deal. <laughs> I'm like, ah, nice, it looks good. Yep, that could make a couple of bucks. Okay, now we're into October. Joker. Now, sir, I am going to the theater. So you will watch that in the theater? Uh, That's my plan, yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, maybe that could be, unless you're going to watch it with your wife, that could be maybe a Steve, Eric, Eugene deal, unless you're going to Worcester or whatever. Uh, I don't know, it depends. I'll have to see if the wife, the wife might want to watch that one. What's this war? 19. From Yash Raj. 
I don't know. Cool uh, poster, but I who knows? Yeah. We already had a movie called War, starring Jason Statham and Jet Li. Yeah. Adam's family. The, I guess I'll pick that if something moves. Gemini Man. Did that get picked in their league? Well, no. We're in October. October's. Th- oh yeah, we're done. Of- we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that this one looks really good, by the way. Uh, the Ang Lee Gemini Man movie. Yeah, I think so, too. I think a lot of people online were pretty shitty towards it, but you know what? Ang Lee and kind of an action thing and Will Smith, I'm yeah. game for that. Yeah. Oh, then Jane Silent Bob reboot. We know we're down for I'm g- Good chance I'll try really hard to see that one in the theater. Uh, Untitled Ben Affleck movie, that has been... that uh, They're behind. That got moved to March, and it was titled something. I can't remember what. Zombieland 2, that looked good. Enough. Yeah, I, you know, the trailer looks okay. I, uh, I'm i on the fence on that one. It's like, it felt like they waited a little too long. It seems like the zombie thing has kind of died down. I, there's always going to be zombie movies. Why but, did it take so long? Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's they got the entire cast back, so it's like, well, I, I don't know. It looks okay. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll watch it, but I don't know. I'm not that enamored by it. I, I Honestly, the Hunt movie it looks better than that. Yeah. Uh, The Last Full Measure, starring Sebastian Stan, William Hurt, Samuel L. Jackson, Ed Harris, Christopher Plummer, Peter Fonda. Whew. Uh, I don't know what this is, there's no details about it, but that poster sure screams Vietnam movie. Yes, it does. Huh, haven't heard of it, but oh, that might be something to keep an eye on. November! November. Now here's where I think you and I are going to go our separate directions because we've already talked about this one uh, and I'm a bit more with our buddy Steve at least thus far that's Terminator Dark Fate I... uh, I'm I don't I, I've not been impressed by any of the trailers I'm kind of eh on it okay. too alright uh, while I've defended the previous shitty sequels uh, this one I'm not excited by and the, okay. some of the dialogue in the trailer if I'm making the plot leaps that I think they're doing, I'm really not excited. I really hope I'm wrong on everything that I think is going to happen in that movie. Please, God, let me be wrong. It just seems like every time a new Terminator movie comes out, it's like, James Cameron approves, or they got Schwarzenegger back, or it's, it's, uh, there's always something that it's like, this is the one. Mm -hmm. And already I'm like, seeing this trailer, it's, I mean, yeah, Linda Hamilton's back. That's great. Schwarzenegger's back, and suppose I, and what like where does James Cameron fall in line with this? Is it just you can use my name, fine? Like, well, I, that was the last couple where he approved it. This one, he the story was his, but somebody else wrote it. But it was a story approved by him as a worthy okay. part three, I guess. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, look, I love James Cameron, but his name attached to stuff does not give me an instant hard-on. Because he's put his name on too many things that were, meh. Yeah. He's too busy. He does that so he can make an extra couple of bucks to roll on in a production of uh, Avatar Port 7, whatever he's on right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, there's this other one, though, that I am curious about. Motherless Brooklyn. Edward Norton, isn't that? I mean, he... Quite, huh. a, quite a cast, too. Bruce Willis, Willem Dafoe, Alec Baldwin... Leslie Mann. Wow. That's a good cast. Lovely. I mean. Oh, cinematographer Dick Pope. Wow. Crime drama. That could be good. 
Yeah, I don't like that he's been so labeled as being difficult to work with. He's trying to make shit good, you know? Yes. Look at his yeah, body did, of work. Most of the shit he does is good because he's difficult. It's not that he's sitting there going, you need to pick out all the brown M&Ms in my bowl of green m and You know, he, he's yeah. trying to improve script and not make things shitty. He did that all the way back with American History X. Remember, I remember that complete yep. train wreck. And the movie turned out really, really good. Yep, yep. Oh, then we get into late October. Oh, God. Here we go. Yeah, no, late November, I mean. Sorry. Arctic Dogs. Wait, we're still in October. I'm so in November. 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 Oh, oh. Well, you are, okay, I, I, I've... I don't know. It well, says October. We both got thrown off because on top left it says October 29th. I know. The, the and top like, header is November. Yes. So we made the same mistake. Yeah, but, and I'm uh, like, Doctor Do- Sleep should be, that should be Halloween. In fact, what's, what's right over the Halloween, like, oh, it. is that Adam's family? And it. Okay. And Joker. Actually, Joker is a pretty good, it's kind of cool that they put Joker in the October month because that can almost play as a And Doctor Sleep, you want that more towards winter. Yeah, I guess you're right, just because of the setting, and or at least from The Shining. And okay. because of uh, the It Chapter 2 trailer coming out, I showed that to my daughter. She really loved the first one. Uh, she had seen the old miniseries. I started talking to her about, hey, there's another Stephen King movie coming out this year called Dr. Sleep. It's the sequel to The Shining. She goes, oh, what's that? I think I've heard of it. I said, oh, really? <laughs> Have a seat. Grabbed the Blu-ray. Watch this. And she watched it. And the, nothing affects her sleep. I mean, she fell asleep in Alien. She was bored. Uh, the next day, because I, I had I was in and out because I was dealing with kids and then watching something with the wife. And I've seen The Shining a hundred million times, so it's okay. Uh, but <laughs> and I kind of wanted her to not be there because if I or not have me in the room because if I'm in the room, I, I'm oh and well this is how they did this and well this is how they blah 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 and then I have a couple yeah. of drinks uh-huh. and I get all excited and I'm chatty. Whereas if she watches it by herself, then she can experience the horror by herself and maybe have a more singular experience with it. And I think it worked because the next day I said, so what do you think of The Shining? She goes, not bad. She's good. She goes, I had some messed up dreams last night. I was like, you're welcome. You want to go watch Dr. Sleep? <laughs> yeah. So might take her to that <laughs> later in the year. Cool. Looks great. I, I think that trailer looks really, really good. Really strong. Uh, yeah. Midway, I'm very curious about that one. I, Roland Emmerich, which... I mean, immediately I think, is this going to be another Pearl Harbor, or is this going to be a legit... Like, the trailer is actually very well done. Got a good cast. Thoughts? Yeah. yeah it's a really good cast. Woody Harrelson, Patrick Wilson... Good cast, Aaron but it looked like early 2000s CGI. It just looks really washed out and weird. I don't know. War movie... I'm not so interested in that one. I'm I'm Okay. But you let me know if it's good. If I hear it's great, yep. but it's Roland Emmerich, I'm like, eh, it means it's going to be over bombastic and ham fisted everything. Yeah, I agree. At what point does that terrible look? I haven't seen it here, but I don't even. I don't. I try not to focus on on them because it look they look so bad. But what the Batista kid garbage that we've already talked about? Like somewhere it's 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 festering and what? you know it's what are we talking about? It's, Oh, that that Batista, Dave Batista movie that we you and I both talked about uh, a while ago. He's a he's a bodyguard, the kid, and they're funny. Oh, I deleted that from awful. my memory. I, I hope okay I, because somewhere it's somewhere it's it's it is it's lurking. Leech, it's leaching into the, <laughs> the holiday season. Probably that sounds Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Charlie's Angels reboot. 
Any nope. interest? I'm good on nope. that one. I'm good on that one, too. Nope. Uh, that trailer looked bad. I was Fra- really disappointed. Ferrari. I was really disappointed by that trailer. Oh, it was... Oh, Ford versus Ferrari? No, no, Charlie's Angels. Oh, Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. Because the that... first two, the McG stuff, it was so lighthearted, tongue-in-cheek, kind of silly, goofy, uh, enjoyable, and this one is... Not. Not. Uh, no, this I'm one good. is very much not for... At least it feels like they are not targeting me <laughs> in that trailer. No. Uh, Ford v. Ferrari looks awesome. That looks so good. Yep. Uh, 21 Bridges looks okay. But it kind of looks like 16 Blocks. Same kind of premise. Yeah. Oh, that's Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, that looks good. Frozen 2. I'm not sure if that's a theater, but... eh. Frozen 2, no thank you. I'm good. Oh, we'll we'll be watching that in the theater, I'm sure. What's Knives Out? I recall that. Oh, dude, Knives Out is like... That's one of... Oh, Ryan Johnson. That makes the list. Yeah, that's top five, at least, of the rest of the year that I want to see. That trailer is great. Uh, It's Ryan Johnson. That's all I need to know. Thank you very much. Oh, he's doing a murder mystery thing? How did that work out last time? Mm, Was that Brick? Brick? One of the best movies. It's on my top 100, I think. Okay, December. Uh, Don't know what any of that stuff is. Doesn't even look like English words. No, Brahms the Boy 2. Sure. Playmobil the movie. Yuck, yuck. Uh... (laughs) Black Christmas. Oh, here we go. There's another Black Christmas movie coming? Yeah, I believe it. Is it a Blumhouse? Um... I believe that. Says oh, Universal. Imogen Poots is in that. Nice. Okay, I like I'm in. Her. I'm in. Yeah, Jason Blum produced. Okay. That's a Jason Blum movie. I, you know, hey, at the very least, this will probably get. I would imagine someone to release Black Christmas, the 2006 or seven uh, version on Blu-ray uncut. Is there any sequels to Black Christmas? No, we just remake it every decade, every 20 years or whatever, <laughs> every decade. Let's remake this thing. I would bet anything that this is going to be very similar to the original 70s one versus the 2000s one that really went its own direction. But it was I, I will always defend that movie. I thought that was a great slasher movie. I agree. The remake. Uh, Jumanji Imogen 3? Poots. Oh, Imogen Poots. I'm in. I'm in. Forget Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah. Me too. Uh, Jumanji, yeah. I, I really like the first one. That's, a, that's perfect wife material. Perfect wife material. Uh, first one or second one? The first one was Perfect Wife Material. This one here, we'll, we'll probably go see that in the theater over the holidays. No, no, there's three of them. This is the third one. What? Oh, are you're, you're, okay, you're including the uh, Robin Williams one. Well, is it not canon? Is it not part of it? It looked like the same... I no? guess it actually... Yeah, I guess it would be. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess part three. I haven't seen uh, part two. I, I No reason, I just haven't got around to it. it, it you, it's perfectly harmless. It's fine. It's funny, and it's... Yeah, it's fine. Okay, and now we come to it. December 20th, the most important movie of the year, at least for me, Cats. Cats. Yeah, (laughs) Cats. Oh, that is eyeballs scratching out uh, gun to temple fun. Uh, To quote the post that I put on Facebook uh, after watching the Cats trailer, I don't ever want to hear shit about my Star Wars movies or my comic book movies ever again from any any of the, the film... What's the word? Uh, th- th- those those elitist film snobs way up high in their castles. Yeah. More yeah. Star Wars, more comic book. Be, 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 be. You song and dance crowd, you guys that just suck the dong of every musical. Did you s- just eat all? Oh, oh, it looks oh, awful. That, that awful. Looked like just just hell, just yeah. hell on earth. Yeah. 
I would actually probably pick the, the Batista playing with kids in the playground, superhero spy garbage over that. I will, well. I don't know if I, I could go can. that far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's funny because he's huge. Oh. <laughs> Stop. And she's smarter than him. Oh, no, I hated that trailer. I don't, I, again, I don't even know what it's... Maybe this is it. Super Intelligence? Is that what it is? Nope. That's Melissa McCarthy. I literally have no idea what the Dave... And I don't Spies want to look it up. Spies in Disguise? Oh, no, that's an animated film. That 1917 looked interesting. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, I'm all over yeah. it. I mean, this is the end of the three... The trilogy of trilogies that was what we started to go watch movies when we were born. I mean, this is a big fucking deal. And I, everybody's playing it down because everybody's like, Oh, we're so sick of this. And last yeah. Jedi ruined everything. And star Wars is over. I'm like, I just, all of you can fuck right off into the ocean and die. That's, that's where I'm at because my ass will be there for star Wars rise of the Skywalker. Yep. And you can say what you want about the side movies and everything. I've, I've turns out I tend to come around on them. I, it, I, it's just in my wheelhouse, dude. It's, Lightsabers and Batman, bitch. That's what I'm there for, and mm-hmm. I will be there for that one. If so I, can, what do you think? If my fanship can survive uh, uh, episode two, it can survive fucking anything. Yes, same here. Oh, it, it, I mean, exactly same here. Because Attack of the Clones, who? And there are still people out there that, to this day, still say that Phantom Menace is worse than that. And I'm nope. You you have no. not watched them since the theater. I, that's what yeah. I take away. You haven't seen them since the theater. Because, oh, that thing was just the worst parts of Phantom Menace, and that's it. Like, the worst parts of Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> with no pod race, or nothing, yeah, no, no, no cool, pod race. I mean, no cool duel of the fates. Just <laughs> Yeah, no, there wasn't. There was there was Boba Fett's ship, and the boom, whatever, that was cool. And Anakin being frolicky. I hate frolicky. him! And you're like, why? Why? Why do you hate him? <laughs> oh, oh, and just tiny, tiny! Itsy-bitsy little ponytails. <laughs> but now, what do you, do you, I'm, I'm assuming that Universal is doing the counter-programming thing here with Cats being released on the same day as Star Wars, uh, right? Either I mean, that, or they saw the trailer for their own movie and were like, let's put it against Star Wars. That way we can blame Star Wars for its failure. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, let's just bury this thing and just move on. The thing is, it will not... It probably won't fail. What did it cost? Let's see if they got a price. No, no production budget yet, but a uh, good chance it doesn't fail. The, the the song and dance crowd, dude. I don't know. It's something that just is over our head or in our blind spot or something. But there is a certain demographic of both theater crowd and cinema crowd that loves to see people singing and dancing and and random strangers all of a sudden burst into song and know the same song and all yeah. the same dance moves and that, that's cool and they consider that yeah. high art or something. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> No, I did like the new Mary Poppins. That was quite good. I'm not saying they're not exceptions. There are, yeah. are definite exceptions, and it usually falls in family kind of films. But here, yes. they literally have human-sized cats, but they build the sets. I've never seen... I don't know what the thing's about, but they jump onto beds, and they're they're supposed to be real cats? I... It I looks atrocious. Yeah. I, I can kind of understand the crowd that's like, hey, I like singing in the rain. You know what? I yeah. Fucking, yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay, that's fine. But there's this other crowd that likes every single musical, and it's literally impossible that every single 
either theater experience or music or uh, cinema experience, if it has song and dance in it, it's automatically good. That's just not possible. As, I, I, but there they exist, and, and it's not a small quantity of people. It, Mamma Mia was one of the worst reviewed oh. Razzie films ever, and that thing made money enough that they made a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh. I saw about 15, 20 minutes of that movie one time on accident. And why? I I don't even remember what the situation was. I think I was babysitting the niece or something. And she said, oh, yeah, you should watch this. And we watched some. And I was like, I I have to break you away from this because this is this is these people are broken and this is all wrong. And not good. (laughs) Now, moving on to a slightly better, I'm sure much better things. Check out not that we should get into January a whole lot, but January, the very first weekend, Untitled Blumhouse Productions Project 5. So I. Maybe, maybe I, I haven't heard, but I think that these things like that Hunt movie that you picked, I think that these are just kind of like, at, the, at a certain point, they're untitled. And I think it's kind of cool, like Untitled Project 5. So I'm guessing they're specifically named that, and there's probably going to be an Untitled Project, Productions Project 6, Project 7, or whatever. Well, yeah, they, <clears throat> I think they do it per the year, but it, it's become a... I could use DC and Marvel as a, the example for this, but... <clears throat> Picking your weekend has become a bit of a chess game. You can't mm-hmm. just you can't just plop it down and that there you go. And so uh, some of these, especially the smaller houses, I see it more often than the bigger houses. But the, it'll be this untitled Blumhouse Productions or something. There's a title for that movie. They know what the title of that movie is. They're not telling anybody, but they just yeah. kind of plop it out there like, hey, let's see what's going to land on January third. And as they get a little closer to date, they go, you know what? The movies that we were worried about from Universal and Paramount and Fox and the big ones, this, that, and the other thing, they, they have all landed at places where uh, are, are safely far away from our sort of selected date. We're going to go ahead and lock that one in and give it a title, The Hunt. Boom. Uh, or, oh, you know what? We decided to move Untitled Blumhouse Productions Project 5 to February or March or, you know, just feeling it out. And uh, they get away with that a little more than the bigger houses because if you have... Disney, Untitled Star Wars Project, December 30th. Yeah. Everybody knows what that is. Nobody's, yeah. you know, there's no secret there. So they can't make those kinds of announcements. Oh, Bad Boys for Life is landing in January? I wonder if that's just like a placeholder and they might actually move that. Uh, it, it, it seems weird that they would, that, that seems a bit more high profile, like April-ish. Yeah, I would think. That's where it would do the best. April, May. The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle. Still making those, huh? Yeesh. Gretel and Hansel. The Turning. A lot of generic names. Underwater. The Grudge. We're doing that again? No, I know. I saw that. I'm like, no. Or, or I guess, who gives a shit? I just won't watch it. Or I, I'll wait till... Or you will watch it in theaters. Or, yeah, it'll be a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went from not watching it to watching it at home to, yeah, I'm going to watch it opening weekend. <laughs> That's the story of my life. <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna watch that shit. One, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, even better yet, I'll buy it on Fandango and pay the extra $2.50. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll skip it all together and buy it on Vudu. <laughs> mm-hmm. might, might as well. Might as well. I still am I'm following Crawl's progress, by the way. I just, I think it's so cool that a movie that I literally would thought would probably end its theatrical run with maybe $8 million, it's, it's, Inching its way towards forty million dollars, and that really with that's with with Paramount pretty much dumping the thing. Nice. That's that shows good word of a good word of mouth for a good movie. Uh, hey, that is one of my favorite movies of the summer, right there. The Grudge twenty twenty remake 
actors Andrea Riseborough, John Cho, Damian Bashir. Ah, that's not to be discounted. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, but the other grudge, there was a... a was that... Um, who was in the, uh, the American the grudge? Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm... Meh. We've seen all we need to... Well, I say that uh, once again. Like, we've seen all we need to see about the grudge and... Yeah, like, eh, one please. <laughs> <laughs> You're still going to those damn uh, uh, whatever ghosty movies with the, the doll uh, and the... Oh, yeah. Annabelle. Yeah. Conjuring Annabelle. The... Yeah. Annabelle yeah. goes to buy a milkshake down in the corner after getting a... <laughs> Some stupid. Such... We're, we're literally one Annabelle movie away from uh, Damon Wayans making a, a spoof movie about Annabelle movies. No, I know. Yeah, and it probably being canon too. Yeah, <laughs> and she literally would be at the corner getting a milkshake. Milk, get a milkshake. Eh? Turning <laughs> slow look and. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Voyage of Doctor Doolittle is going to be starring Robert Downey Jr. Just why? 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 What? Like, uh, Judas Priest. <laughs> I I know what that is. I'm gonna make something for my kids. Uh huh. Speaking of which, I mean, this is being we're rabbit trailing here, and I know we probably need to get on to recently watched, but I'm reading uh, Eyes of the Dragon again from that's a Stephen King book. That it's a fantasy novel that he wrote for his kids, and I'm re I'm rereading it, and it's so. It's so good, especially because Flag is the the main villain in the in the book, and he is obviously he's the main villain in you know Dark Tower stuff and the Stand. And I'm like, why has this this not been adapted into a movie? And I I did some research, and I guess there for a while they were talking about making it into an animated movie. I think like a French company was going to make it into an I think, and then there was a, a sci-fi channel was going to make it into a short like a short miniseries, and now. Uh, Hulu, I think, might have option the rights or something with Hulu might do something with it, and like I think that if the story is good enough, that should and it's and this one here is one of those that doesn't need to be made into a miniseries. In fact, I think that it would be so it doesn't a bad have idea. like a whole bunch of books coming after it because every no. damn fantasy series has no. a million books. Just one book, it's three hundred pages, and it's like there's some Perfect. stuff that I could totally see them cutting out, and it would be a great like PG thirteen ish fantasy action movie oh it's such a good book i love it love it but awesome. anyway uh speaking of king and books oh yeah how are you doing with the stand oh let me check here where's my phone how am i doing good and bad because i've got it through the library so you only get so much time you only get like a month i've got six days left and i've got Oop, 12 hours done and 36 hours left. <laughs> I mean, uh -huh. I'm listening to the shit like it's crack cocaine feeding my my body. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like I'm just doing 10 minutes a day or some shit. But at this point, there's no there's literally no with two weeks left. I was like, there's no way there's no way I I, I would get no movies watched. I would get no pods edited. I would get nothing done. It would just be the stand, the stand, the stand. Uh, and so far, there has only been a handful of things that uh, I, I I notice as different from the miniseries, and I'm obviously that's my reference point because I haven't read read the book. Uh, 
and I say that in a good way. I, I know the uh, miniseries is extremely dated, but I still appreciate it for what it was and for the experience I had experiencing the stand for the first time. That was my first time. I, it's going to be really hard for me to not just say fuck the rest of the book and uh, go watch the miniseries again and wait for the new series to come out. And you know that Stephen <laughs> King is writing an uh, extended ending for the new minis- miniseries that's coming. He's going to write about what happens after the end of the book. He, so he's adding on to the end of the book in this upcoming miniseries. Really? Yep. Because I thought the book ended pretty good, um, especially because it's such a marathon of, uh, of a book. Uh, he's, not like changing finally... the, he's not changing the ending. He's just writing on some more stuff that goes on afterwards, like extending it out a little bit. Yeah. Of, yeah. Here's more of the aftermath. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, don't get me wrong. I Here's the problem. If I, would, if I could just re-up the book, that'd be great. I'm going to go hit re-up and it'll be like, okay, there's 15 people ahead of you in line. Now I'm going to have to wait oh, for another yeah. two months to get the rest. I'm done. I'm done. I'm eh. Unless you, you said that you have it. I have the audio book, yes. Do you I have it in digital MP4. form? Yes, I do. Do you have it by chapter? Or is it one big-ass file? Um, I don't think it's one huge file, but I think that it's, like, there are larger chunks, but I... Because uh. if you can get it to me... I'll keep going with the book. I love it. I've okay. been I've been eating the shit. I'm so fucking behind on my podcast because of this book. I've been eating the shit up. The only time that it hits a speed bump is is Franny, the Franny oh, stuff. She, just, she, yeah, like I get it. You're sad. I get it. Like, oh, let me spend a whole chapter explaining what pregnancy is like. That's yeah. It, it's a serious pothole to the way the whole book goes. The stew stuff is the best so far. Randall Flagg, I'm sorry, dude, but anytime Randall Flagg comes up, I see the guy from the miniseries, and he encapsulates, if if King wanted what is in the book, that actor is doing a perfect performance. See, and I, I need to rewatch that, because I don't... I, I... He's super duper duper creepy, but he's always smiling, and that's the way he's always described in the book. He's always smiling, because he is so delight and kind of has the angry eyebrows. He's delighted yeah. in his evilness. He loves it. And that actor, yeah. I, I can't He's in the Arrow. He's a sympathetic character in the Arrow, and I can't take him seriously because I'm like, that's Satan. That is Satan. <laughs> but I also, oh. when that miniseries came out, it was the right, I was the right age, like middle schoolish time. It it worked, I, and even at the time, the special effects are dated. But the core of that book still, so far, thirteen, fourteen hours in, uh, uh, <laughs> with forty more to go. So far, the I gotta applaud it. Was that Mick Garris joint? I think. Yeah. I gotta kind of applaud him. I feel like he really kind of nailed some of those things. So a lot of the tone of the book, it seems really there. Larry Underwood, baby, can you dig yo man? Yep. And you do know that uh, that is getting a full on remaster for Blu-ray. So they're. I ain't gonna I, do it I, any I, favors. I, That's not gonna yeah. do it any favors. <laughs> I, I wonder if they're gonna like. I mean, are they gonna do, redo some of those? effects because I'm th- there's some CGI in there and I would bet that those were done in standard definition. I cannot imagine that those were Oh, that, that I mean that thing years. has to be 4.3, right? I know, yeah, exactly. So that's 4.3 and standard definition special effects. I'm curious how they're going to go about that, but I guess it was like news to to Mick Garris. He's like, "What? All right. 
great. Oh, what? They need his approval? Give me a break. Well, no, he's just, he's the director, so he, like... I get that, but I yeah. I have a lot of memories tied to watching that miniseries with my mom. Same with the with It, when It, the miniseries, came on TV. I, I This was an event when we were kids. Every now and then oh, there would just be a Stephen King miniseries, and we all, well, not we, dad and, and daughter pissed off because they don't like horror, and me and mom were like, we have to watch, like, we set the, our alarms... We got to watch this shit. It's going to air at this time. And we recorded yep. it. We did that with it. We did it with The Stand. I, I, there's somewhere in my parents' house that is still a VHS with the original miniseries of The Stand taped off TV. That's cool. And uh, we watched religiously every night. I, I don't know. I, it had to be a three or four night event because it's oh, like yeah. long. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just have a lot of memories tied in with that, especially in the beginning. There's uh, I think Don't Fear the Reaper is one of the early songs. And it's yep. described in the book. And I believe that in middle school, that was my, uh, in the 90s, you ex- you find things at different times in life. That was my first exposure to Blue Oyster Cult. And then I went and bought Blue Oyster Cult albums and was blown away. A band from the 70s. I have a lot of yeah. memories tied in with that miniseries. I fully admit that it is so freaking dated, but <laughs> I still, I'm listening to the book and I'm just picturing everything from the miniseries, and I'm just like, ah, I want this now, I'm gonna go watch that, so we'll see, if I can somehow facilitate getting your audiobook, I will continue on, I will soldier on, but I'm I'm telling you, it's real hard not to go dig up that DVD and hit play. I could easily uh, Dropbox that file, once I'm home, I could, because it's on a, it's on a external hard drive. Cool. But it's, now again, I, I, I kind of, Oh, I, for, I forget how big the files are, like, or how big the chapters are, or if it's by chapter or by, but it's, it's obviously it's broken up into a whole bunch of chunks, but I'm just not sure how much. Okay, we'll we'll but, cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's get right. on to uh, anything else for Stephen King, or we'll move on to recently watched. Let's no, not that should do it for now. Okay, uh, Hunter Killer. I already teased that one, so let's talk about that first. Uh, two hours, two minutes, rated R, starring. Gerard uh, Butler. Well, let's not have no. According to this, Sonar Number Three is played by Ethan Baird. Let's start there. Let's not yeah, work our way down. Yeah, let's not. Uh, no, Gary Oldman's twelfth build. Uh, sure, mm-hmm. Commons above him. Gerard yeah, Butler, right, yeah. uh, star of the movie. He's fourteen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just, just killing it. IMDb, way to go. An untested American submarine captain teams with U.S. Navy SEALs to rescue the Russian president who has been kidnapped by a rogue general. Uh, as far as submarine movies go, I've talked about this many times on the show, it's a good submarine movie. It's also a good military movie, similar to, I want to say, kind of in the ballpark of uh, uh, Behind Enemy Lines. And as far as, it's maybe not that much action-packed, but the the plot and the themes and the story they're going with don't make me feel bad about America or, you know, military hoorah. It's not because it's not, it's not, it's not America. Fuck Brown people. It's, it's, it doesn't have that tone one bit. There are all, it starts off. You think you're watching a submarine movie and for the most part it is, but they do bring in the other branches of the the military uh, and show how they all work together. And I really enjoyed that aspect of it. it. It's a very Tom Clancy thing to do. Uh, clear and present danger. You had a lot of different military stuff going on as far as this branch, that branch. You got boots on the ground. You got uh, stuff going on with drones and Air Force. I, I really like that they added more than just submarine stuff. That being said, the submarine stuff is 
awesome. Uh, Gerard Butler's great. Gary Oldman plays his role as he does. He's kind of, it's kind of similar to a Gary Oldman role that he played back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, where I'm evil Republican guy and I do, I'm uh, over the top evil Republican guy. And it's like, yeah, relax, relax a little bit. But he's super enthused to be playing that guy because apparently he does not like those guys. <laughs> uh, I can understand that, but I can understand. You yep, can, totally. you can, you can also reel it in a little bit because there are only so many Mitch McConnells to go around. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the that's kind of the role he's playing. Well, he's also a military guy, but he's more of a shoot first. Let's dig up the bodies later, and and he's surrounded by people going, "Well, hold on, let's just think about it a minute." Uh, but he's overly aggressive and I get it. There are people that are like that, but Gary Oldman just seems to relish in those characters a little bit. If you've ever seen that, what was it called? Oh, what was that movie called? The, um, Oh, we talked about it just in the last couple of weeks. Actually, uh, I had mentioned it anyway. I think that you would totally dig this movie. And I, I don't even know where we're we recording when we talked about it earlier or that you falling asleep during watching this or was that before? Yeah, yeah we started recording. Yeah. And I, I'm an hour, I'm an hour into it. No, you're not. Well, no, no, no I'm not actually. No, I'm, <laughs> I might as well just start over. Yeah, actually, you should. Because what you're you were saying, I'm like, what, what, what language are you speaking to me? I, blah, 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 blah. I, <laughs> uh, you won't regret it. The, the first half is definitely a little slower than the second half, but I was still never bored. Uh, they, okay. that we have a, our whole opening gambit with submarine stuff that was totally fascinating. Then we get off the boat for a while, which is good. You need a breath of fresh air. Then we get back on the boat and then they take the little breathers by going to the other branches of government. And the plot that they lay out in this movie, while it, there is some questionable CGI and some of the action, the plot they lay out is great. Like borderline in the ballpark, kind of knocking on the door of hunt for red October kind of stuff where, Hey, I know we're not, friends, but at the same time, eh, we both don't want to start a nuclear war, so maybe we're, maybe we can work together to not do that with our countries kind of thing. And I love when enemies work together to, to, for the betterment of the whole world. This that has that in a way yeah. that I, I really, really enjoyed uh, some good action along the way. So I very much look forward to your review of Hunter Killer, but yeah, you go back and understand the movie. <laughs> How is that? The friend of my enemy is my friend enemy for the oh. enemy of my, yeah, the, 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 uh, the enemy good. of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. The, the friend of my enemy, you dumbass. No, the friend of my enemy is still my friend of me. My friend of me. That's probably the title of the episode. Okay. Over to you. <laughs> Uh, let's go with, um, uh, generic, the movie, uh, the other, the alternate title is the intruder, but we're just going to go with the, uh, generic, the movie. I saw that landed in your voodoo and I was like, why, yeah. why did you, well, because it was $7 and I'm like, why oh. not? It's good money. Well spent. I thought you lost a contest or something. Oh no. It's like, I literally paid money to own that. Um, ah, Dennis Quaid is Quaidy and, um. He's, I, it's, this is the most cookie cutter thriller thing ever. Now, having said that, I, I wasn't really bored and I didn't really hate it. It was just, it's, I mean, if there would be like the poster art for this movie should just be just a a white sheet that just says, uh, movie, thriller, (laughs) thriller movie. Yeah. Thriller movie. Uh, ingredients, lard, sugar, butter, uh, um, high fructose corn syrup yep, at the end. That's yep. it. <laughs> um, but it's, it's this young couple move into the obviously creepy, weird 
older dude's house. And right from the get-go, you're like, well, why why are you buying, like, he's throwing off vibes right off the bat that you, you probably shouldn't be moving in here. But my biggest problem with this movie is, and again, it's harmless, but the wife of the the guy, she's way too forgiving of Dennis Quaid's creepy advancements and always oh, showing up. Oh, I after. saw the trailer for this shit yeah. show. Yes. So it's like, come on in, have some pie, murder me. And like, uh, it was, it was so generic. Uh, anyway, generic the movie. It got a question mark for stars. I don't know how to, I, it, it, it exists in the pro, in the realm of existence. It's, yeah. Uh, see, now we're getting to that point in the show where I'm. Yeah. 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 It's finally, it's good to have you back. <laughs> So the intruder is the friend of your enemy of your friend. Oh, I, yeah. It, oh, I feel like I should just rewind my brain matter and delete. Ah, that was whole brain. Or wait. The the friend thing. Did. Go on. <laughs> the, the friend thing didn't quite work right. And it. Uh, I'm kind of regretting saying that because it makes me feel kind of hot. Oh, no, you're good. Hot. You're, it makes oh. me feel very warm. Oh, or wait, not, that's, that's not what I thought. You were, I thought you were going to say something else, but. Oh, like what? Like. I don't know. I don't know, oh. but I did not expect hot. Expect well, like like uncomfortable. Not not like mm. getting a, an erection hot. It was like more uncomfortable. Oh, well, what else would I think about? I, I yeah. thought, uh, we're getting close um, to a whitey-tighty situation. <laughs> well, okay, so that actually should lead into the next... Um, oh, we're going to... No, one, one at a time. I'm going to do one. Oh, oh, oh. oh we're okay. getting on in time, so we got to keep each other okay. moving here. Uh, next up is... Oh, sorry, I didn't... On here, I gotta look this up because nobody knows what this movie is about. It's called Hellboy. It's from 2019. Oh, it's starring David Arbor and Mila Jovovich, and based on the graphic novels by Mike Mignola. Hellboy, caught between the worlds of supernatural and human battles, an ancient sorceress bent on revenge. Directed by Neil Marshall, and this was a good comic book movie with good special effects and a good story. And good acting. And all those things are true if this was 2001. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not 2001. It is 2019. And uh, we have seen this shit before. And we know who Hellboy is. We had two movies of him. And uh, we've, we've, we've seen better special effects than this. Oof. And better action. And lots of standing on green screens with nothing around you. We can tell. And, uh, oh, better writing. Oh, dear God, better writing. I, I, here's where I'm standing on this film, sir. I should like this. I don't. We can close the door on Neil Marshall. Just, (laughs) thank you, sir. Thank you. No more trips to the salad bar for you. You're cut off. You are relegated to TV land. You can go do shit with HBO and Showtime. And if you, you know, if you want to make some, some lower budget, uh, horror movies or some, some shit like that, that's great. Up on voodoo you want to go, you want to go yeah. work with, uh, Jason Blum, Blumhouse, more, more power to you. But this kind of getting big name, uh, uh, comic book stuff, uh, mm, no, no, <laughs> no, not, not at all. Because there are other people out there that are talented and have had no trips to the buffet, sir. And you've had too many. And it's not fucking fair. 
Yeah. How about we get a woman to make a Hellboy movie? Oh, we can't do that. How about Neil Marshall? Wah! Last five of his movies bombed. <laughs> Fuck it. Bring him up. <laughs> Has there anybody been called up from the minors more often than this guy? Like, dude, yeah. I love The Descent. I love... There's uh, 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 Dog Soldiers. I love it. But then you get to Doomsday, and it's like... Uh... You've made some great films, but dude... This is not, oh, oh, the one-liners that they give to Hellboy are awful. They are awful generic shit. Like, he says them, and and the reaction is, oh, hold on, let me wait for the audience and everybody to stop laughing. Nobody is fucking laughing. Because it's like, wrong place, wrong time, lady, or something. Uh, you know, like. Yeah. It's just, it's some throwaway line. That, oh, I guess we use that line, but I'm in our movie. But yeah. it's something that, ah, oh, it just doesn't work. It's broken. It is so broke. And I can't point exactly to the one thing that it's broken. Then at the end, we got this tag after the ending. Okay? You got your Marvel credits tag. That's fine. Those are condensed. They're a certain length. They reveal something cool. We move on. His seemed to go on for about 15 minutes of them breaking into this place and shooting up a whole bunch of people. And at the very end, it was like, uh, oh, I found Abe Sapien. And dun, dun, dun. And, 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 <laughs> dude, it's not shocking. That's not shocking at all. It, it, it's, it's the equivalent to uh, a Batman movie wrapping up. And then we spend 15 minutes of Batman fighting a whole bunch of people. And then at the very end, they say, oh, could you take on this guy, his kids just got killed, or his parents just got killed, his name's Dick Grayson. You'd be like, oh, uh, uh, right. they met, you know, and, and bum, bum, bum! <laughs> no, no, doesn't work. Does not work like that. You you can't just fuck this movie. <laughs> but you didn't hate it, but it just, it was broken. I didn't hate it, but it's so painfully mediocre that the part that pisses me off is that Neil Marshall is there again. When, you know, it'd have been, if nobody had directed this, if, if some guy had never heard of directed this, I'd have been like, okay, you know, it's his first foray into dipping his toes into a bigger budget. Neil Marshall's been here before, multiple times. Yeah. There is no excuse for the, 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 the one-liners that are coming out of Hellboy's mouth. There is no excuse for that. That is piss poor writing. I'm telling you, dude, it's the most cliche just bullshit one li- I, 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 oh, I was just sitting there going, oh, God, really? You're doing that? You're saying that? Especially after Ron Perlman nailed it for the first two, the, the, the other two, because he was great. I can't even fault David Arbor. It's not his fault. There's no way to choke out some of those lines and, and, yeah. and, and, and succeed. It's not possible. I don't care who's saying it. It, it the most cliche one-liners you've ever heard, I... Oh, the eye rolling. Detached retinas is what this film gave me. (laughs) (sighs) Honestly, the whole time I was watching, I was like, okay, that's okay. Oh, oh, we're redoing the entire backstory. Uh, We've already seen this, and it looks like they actually used clips from the first Hellboy movie to retell the story of Hellboy's origin. Don't really know why we needed to do that. We already had that. Doing it again. We got it. I'm just done with the origins that have been done before. 
if you've already done an origin in a movie, move on. Yeah. Move on. We don't need to see the fucking pearls falling for Batman's fucking mom ever again. Move on. We all got it. He's Batman. His yep. parents died. That's the. Th- this is the highest praise that I can give the current Spider-Man series. They have done fuck all with his origin. That's they true. They haven't said a damn thing about it. We all know the origin of Spider-Man. Move on. Yep. For crying out loud, this was your idea? Oh. <laughs> I, you know, even after the movie was over, I wasn't mad. I was never bored. I was not Mystery Science Thatering the movie. And in the days following me watching the movie, I got progressively angrier. That this was, this is what we got. This is what we got. From an experienced director, Neil Marshall. Mm-hmm. And this was going to be a horror film. That was the other thing. This is going to be a horror film. We're taking it back to the horror roots of the comic. It's going to be a horror film. It's going to be gory. It's going to be R-rated. Uh, how often do you hear me complain about gore in movies as far as didn't belong? Never. Yeah. Almost every single time. Needed more gore. Loved all the gore. In this movie, it didn't... It felt like they put cutscenes back in for... Ran, just to have some gore in there. It didn't fit with the story at all. It was just, yeah, here's some gore. Here's some monsters tearing people up in the streets. And you're like, I don't even know what, what's going on. I don't even know what's going on. Why? Oh, here's some gore, but oh, look in the camera. I'm shaking it in the camera. The gore. Uh, gory. And you're like, I don't know what that monster is. I don't know who that person is. I mean, yay for the gore, I guess. CGI, but... It did. It, it was totally irrelevant to the story, so you didn't. I didn't yeah. care. I didn't. I didn't. I was, that's cool, but I didn't care. Fuck Hellboy twenty nineteen. Back to you. Last round. Okay, and I will uh, at some point. Uh, I'll have to watch it. I. I mean, that's one that I have to watch just to have an opinion on. So you should. It's in my voodoo, and I, I yeah. seriously, I was not mystery science theatering it. I. I was not. It was not painful. I just. Ah, Neil Marshall. I, I, we're done. I'm, this is, we're breaking up. I'm sorry. We need to see other people. (laughs) Okay. Um, for me, um, eeny, meeny, miny, a curse for wellness. I need to talk about that again, just because I rewatched, I know we talked about it on the show, but. Do we want to talk about a curse for wellness? Sure. Oh, the friend of my enemy is my. Enemy. Oh, well, um, you made it funny, so now I got to keep it in. Yep. Um. Uh. A cure for wellness. I All guess, right. Let's is, talk about is, that. Is, that's alternative title for it. Um, <laughs> that's the French title. <laughs> yes. Uh, now I'm curse. now I'm going to go on Google and translate a curse for wellness into French, and that's going to be the title <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Uh, a cure for wellness. Or Verbinski directed this masterpiece because that is what this movie is. I like this even better the second time than the first time. I, this is such a great movie, and I know we've talked about it on the show already, but I just want to reiterate my complete love for this movie. This would have easily made uh, – this was in 2016. I'm not sure what my favorite movie of the year was that year anymore, but it would have made easily the top three. Um, it's – as we talked about with through texting, I, I like that it has kind of a hammer – horror type feel at least with the castle and the the villain in the castle but honestly like that two and a half hour runtime i I suppose there's a couple things that they could have cut back but it's so well made and beautifully shot and well acted that it didn't bother me i was with it the whole way through the whole way through especially because it gets more and more creepy and horror-esque and the as it leads up to the crazy ending so i'm i'm fine with that but this is my this type of movie is my jam. Like they're, they don't make these types of movies that often, 
But when they do, I just, I, I gobble it up. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. And I really liked, um, Dane had, had Dane had, Dane, De- Dane Dehan. <laughs> or Dane Dehan. <laughs> um, he was in Chronicle. And, he's um, great in everything, even in the, yeah. uh, 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 what was that sci-fi movie he was in just, uh, last year or two? Oh, fuck me. It was in Chronicle, um, Place uh, in the Pines. Something in the Thousand Planets or something. Um, oh, Valerian. Valerian in the, yeah, yes. He was, uh, he, he is endlessly watchable. Yes, he is. And Jason Isaacs is in this. He's great. Uh, I just, I, I know that you thought it was a bit, I think that you liked it, but you, it was a bit long for you, but I, I love this movie so much. It's so, it's just something about, uh, the storyline, especially with how it's at first you're like, what's going on? And then when you really find out what's going on, it's like, oh, it's, this is, this is icky, like really icky. So. I, that's fine. I, I don't have any problem with you liking this movie. I have some issues with it, but uh, and, uh, overall, I still gave it a thumbs up, as I recall. Yeah. I'm trying to remember now what the ickiness was. I do remember it was very icky. I just can't remember exactly oh, yes, what it, it was. Is. Was it incesty? Yes, yeah, very okay. much. But I, this was one where you you were like, you should probably watch this, Eugene. And I'm like, ah, two and a half hours and the trailer what? looked kind oh, of Oh, I think you watched this before I did. Mm-mm. No, I believe that you watched it first. You were like, you should probably, I think... I'm pretty sure you watched this before I did. Ah, brain cells, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so many good titles this week. Oh, God. Oh, brain cells, I don't know. <laughs> They're just I could be wrong. Me. I, I'm pretty sure that I watched it in your voodoo. Like, it, you had got... Oh, good chance. Yeah. I don't know. I, anyway. Again, I... Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it well enough. I just, I didn't love it as much as you did. It, it kind of would be the... Uh, it might be the sci-fi guy over here. It might be the box equivalent for the horror guy over there. Oh, that kind of thing where because it, it, just, it, it's it is perfectly right taste. in our veins. Each one yep. of those movies. Um, so because this does fall in like with it's nothing like the witch, but it has some. It like has this, a certain tone of somebody yes. who is a fan of those kinds of movies, and, and it just clicks with me. It, that's totally fine. There, yeah. the, the things that I had problems with were not so egregious that I'm going to uh, climb up on a mountain with a flag and say, fuck this movie. It's not yeah. Hellboy 2019. It's yeah. it just, it had a couple of things. <laughs> I'm like, eh, we could have done without that. Or this went on too long. Or I, I felt yeah. like we could have made a couple of cuts and, and uh, expedited the whole process. It's not yeah. like, I fucking said like about 12,000 times this episode. And I'm so sick of it already. <laughs> <sighs> But it's not like uh, <laughs> it's blas- blasphemous filmmaking where I can specifically point to ABC is wrong filmmaking. It's yeah. just I would have done things a little bit different to hurry up the process for myself. Yeah. I, I will say it is very ballsy for the production company to give Gore Verbinski $40 million and say, make this really, really weird, incesty, gothic horror movie that's two and a half hours long. Good, Have at it. Because it didn't do good at all. But man, was it – I mean – Worldwide gross twenty six million dollars. Ouch! Ouch! And and the U.S. gross was eight million. And I, this is, I I gave it four and a half out of five. I'm even, I'm even wondering like, this is almost perfect for me. I I love this movie. So anyway, I, there I'm. Part of the problem with me is uh, uh, when I get to a Gore Verbinski project, 
especially one like this, where now he's dealing with uh, 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 water is a major theme in this movie. Oh, yes. Would you agree? Yes. Uh, yes. The giant tanks. Much. Uh, the tone, it's also got like a 1930s kind of tone. I don't know yeah. when the movie is set. I don't remember anymore. Uh, but it's got that kind of set design. And I start to get frustrated. And the reason I get frustrated is because Gore Verbinski was, for a long time, in pre-production on Bioshock, the movie. Mm. Oh, that's right. Which was... So uh, I... on, did you play Bioshock? Oh, yeah. That okay. first game's awesome. I wonder... So was this supposed to be what... Bioshock? I, I think that this... Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. What's his name that made District 9? Uh, unpronounceable. Neil Blum... Blumkamp. He was, yeah. he was on the Halo movie forever. And then that folded. And then he made District 9, which has a lot of curiously Halo-looking weapons mm-hmm. in it. And Gore then Verbinski for, uh, was yeah. on the Bioshock movie for a long time. And then made A Cure for Wellness, which has a lot of set pieces that could have fit right in there in oh, a Bioshock world. Why mm. is it so hard to get a Bioshock movie made? The story is extremely linear. It's not that complicated as far as uh, story wise. It's not uh, as far as developing a video game story. A lot of times you have branching stories and you do this, that, and the other thing. Bioshock's pretty damn straightforward. I think you could delete a handful of things and boom, you're on your way. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't seem like that crazy to me. It also doesn't seem like it would take that insane of a budget. We don't have to go James Cameron the Abyss and sink everybody underwater and sink a whole city underwater to make this thing. CGI has evolved to the place where it looks like we're underwater. (laughs) So part of me is really jaded that I still don't have a Bioshock movie. Also, that I don't have a Halo movie. The fuck is the holdup? Have you seen some of these sci-fi movies lately? Come on! Hellboy 2019! Priest, the fan <laughs> films of the uh, the, the fan made uh, films for Halo short films look more highly produced than Hellboy twenty nineteen. Ooh, ooh, wow! I am. I, I got I'm a couple of them on Blu Ray. <sighs> Just a a missed opportunity. That's why I'm yeah. so angry about Hellboy. I again was never bored. It was fine, but uh, missed opportunity. We are way. Way too long. Oh, I know. <laughs> coming soon. We got to wrap this up. Okay. Ah, uh, oh, shit. I'm up first. Uh, coming soon for me. Fast eight, fast seven, fast six. Because I continued to watch them in reverse order. Because why not? Those were the ones I had watched the least, so I kept going backwards. Uh, also, adjustment bureau. Uh, we have knocked heads on that one in the past. Yeah. And I revisited it because it's in my voodoo. So uh, maybe I should give that one another chance. Uh, new movie, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All my friends online are raving about it. There's no way that it is as good as they're claiming. Uh, but then I watched it. Stay tuned. Nice. Coming soon from you. Coming soon from me is, um, old black and white movie called The Sadist that I've been hearing, uh, is kind of a proto slasher something or other. And so I want to watch that. That's on Amazon, but I've been... I'm like, I need to get to that movie because it's been on my list for a while. I'm like, I want to watch that movie. So The Sadist is coming up. Uh, there was another one on Amazon Prime called Book of Monsters that I did a quick search for. And eh, the reviews were not so good, but it said it's gory. So I'm going to watch it. Um, and then I've got some Arrow stuff, a movie called Trapped Alive, which the cover is entirely way way too good. It's not going to be near that good. I'm sure it's a, like a scantily clad lady in this big burly 
a mutiny guy attacking her in the in some underground cavern. I'm like, it's it's not going to be that. I'm sure, but I own it now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um, um, and other stuff. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm. I've got too much scotch in me to figure out what else. Uh, stuff. I, Hunter Killer, I'll watch that. Oh, and Rick and Morty is like... Oh, yes! Rick oh, and Morty update! Oh, I can't wait. I'm like, I'm... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, was, so so you went and restarted season one. You jumped to season yes. two, then went back to season one. Uh, yeah. Update on season one. Okay, well, so I, I started with se- like season... T- I'm like, well, you... I kind of sort of remember you saying season one, it gets better. So I'm like, well, just watch season two! So I watched the first two episodes of season two, and I'm like... This is great. And then when you texted a little bit and you're like, you probably should start at season. And so I, I had got through half of the first episode and then that's when I bailed on, and then I'm like, oh, we'll go with season well, as two. As I recall, I just said that, uh, the, the pilot is a little rough around the edges as yes. all animation ones are. Right? Yeah. But, but having said that, then I went back and rewatched all of episode one, season one, and I'm, I'm in. Like, I'm in. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. And our next episode, I'll have watched more episodes than I have. Uh, burps aplenty. Heading my way. I can't wait. <laughs> burps and drool. <laughs> burps and drool. Sure. Sounds good. I love it. I love it so much. And I, I just found out that that might... I'm looking up this Torment movie that I threw on the roulette. That might be the girl from Mission Impossible. The French girl. Do you remember her? Mm. The original, the first Mission Impossible. Hold on. I'm sending you a screenshot of why, one of the reasons I threw this on the roulette. You can look at okay. your phone now. And it's French and it's Eugene, so, you know. Mm. That wasn't creepy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I figured that qualified. L'enfer. <laughs> oh, ooh. okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I just melted Eugene's brain. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Uh, so the stream I've been watching, which they've since removed, thanks Adult Swim, fuckers. Uh, you have to actually go to search out their uh, uh, show, and then you can uh, a few episodes are unlocked, but. What I found out is the stream marathon mode that I was watching was only greatest hits episodes. So yeah. while they were in order, I was not seeing every single one. So as soon as you are done, <laughs> I'm going to start watching your Rick and Morty. Cause they're yeah, I've got all three episodes or all three episodes. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. All three seasons. <laughs> Great. I'm I've watched missed, all three episodes. I've, I've missed you for the last three months or so. Oh, oh, have fun editing this. Oh, I might not. <laughs> Told you I'm renovating the kitchen. We'll just let it go. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think there are a fair amount of episodes that I've missed, even though they were showing the greatest hits in order, and they yeah. seem to always show the uh, season finale back to back with the, the the season opener of the next season, which is good yeah. because they always end on a giant cliffhanger. And then oh, I know. <laughs> yep. So oh. how far are you? Season one? Did you season one? I, I, I just... wait. Wait. Pilot season one. The ending of pilot season one. Yeah, that was great. Hilarious. I was dying. Yeah, and then I started the second episode, and then and then I had to turn it off. The blackness. The, oh, oh, the, what what was episode two? Uh, I just I just started episode two. I don't. I all I remember was all I remember was just that fade to <laughs> fade to black in the first episode, uh, or the 
We're going to keep doing this forever, Morty. You and me. RickandMortyAdventures.com. As the garage door slowly closes. (laughs) Oh, oh, Rick. It hurts, Rick. (laughs) Well, if you're you're this far in, you're, you're, forget about it. You're in. You're all the way in. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I I just, I know how you're going to react to the rest of it. So we're good. Uh, Okay. Anything else you want to add for this episode? Um... (laughs) Drunk. Any birthdays? No, you're drunk. Happy no, birthday, I'm... Eugene. Happy birthday, Eugene. Yeah, hey, yes. 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 54 yeah. years old. Yep. I was going to make a joke about being 23, but <laughs> 45. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't know uh, how to end that. I don't. I, I, I mean, we try don't. for awkward. Usually it's happy awkward. This is just oh, a fucking this is, depressing. This is like really depressing awkward. Yeah. Yep. Let's try something new. Let's no, end let's it. end it like Rick and Morty. It's just depressing as fuck. This is where yeah, we are. I'm, this is where we are, audience. You're you're drooling and burping, and I'm laying on the floor just holding my knee in <laughs> pain. Just <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> oh, Eric, it hurts. <laughs> oh, a little turgid now. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.